1: If you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything.
0: Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And we have our dear friend, Chelsea Jewell, intuitive astrologer and spiritual coach, back with us again so soon, back within like a month's time. Is it? Yeah, I
2: I feel like it's been a year because that's how time works now. But yeah, it's (laughs) been (laughs) months.
0: Literally, literally. Like, so I feel like January was so long. And now all of a sudden, like, we're in February and I'm like, what is happening? Time is very, very stretchy right now. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Chelsea, what are we going to be talking about today? Because this is actually initially kind of brought up by you um, within the past couple of weeks. And I was telling these guys offline, like me personally, I'm like really kind of starting to feel all of this. So, Chelsea, what are we talking about today?
2: Um, well collective energy and what the hell's going on lately and I feel like a lot of people are feeling a lot of ways and let's talk about
0: it <laughs> yeah group therapy yeah um, yeah so what has been your experience when you say like a lot of people have been feeling a lot of ways or like what the hell is going on what's been your experience like either your own experience or like in your readings what's been coming up
2: um yeah definitely from my own experience and I've actually been collecting like little anecdotes from clients and friends and just like threads and patterns since probably around like August, September along these lines. But it feels like it's starting to get like more and more people are feeling it Um, Mm -hmm. or like it's getting louder in some ways. So um, some things there's a lot of really deep triggers and wounding and like emotional waves of intensity coming up for a lot of people. and it's it's so interesting because it feels and what I've seen like in readings and talking to people, it feels like everyone's is uniquely specific to them, like uniquely specific to their particular wound areas or area. Um, but the feelings and the energy that it brings up has a lot of similarities in people. Um, even like the timing that it's been across the last couple like months or so as it's been intensifying. Um, Just for example, a couple weeks ago, I was, I've been going through these very like emotional waves. And I have some context to add to that of how I've been interpreting that in a minute. But um, I was going through this big, intense wave of like existential dread and Um, despair almost of just like, what are we doing here? And like, what is this? And like, what is life? What are, what are we doing? Um, And like, does this get any better? Are we just here to survive? Or like, it was pretty deep and dark at times. But one of my really close friends was going through the exact same thing at the exact same time. And we're both pretty spiritual people. And we were messaging like, is God real? Is anything we do real? And like, just questioning everything. And it was very comforting to have someone to go through it with. And at the same time, I was like, I don't think this is just me right now. Like, I feel like we are moving through something collectively. So that's
1: in part what I've been seeing and feeling. Do you guys relate to that? Yeah, I've been, you know, it's funny. Well, it's kind of funny is my seven-year-old came to me with this question of like what is life what is the purpose of this why are we here and I was like this is a very deep question for a seven-year-old but good for you bud but it, it was a conversation that we had of like nobody really knows nobody really knows why we're here nobody really knows what happens when you die like it's all just theories and ideas but I think that question of like what the fuck is happening has been on my mind a lot lately. Like when you see like all these mass shootings and when you see um, the police keep killing black people, like it's insane what is going on in our society. And it's just like, when will this stop? Or when will we have a break? Or when will something change? It's just this idea of like, okay, well, I guess I'm just gonna go to work and pretend like everything's normal, but it doesn't feel normal anymore. It feels like, I don't know, it feels different somehow. It feels like a breaking point. Yeah. It feels like a breaking point. It feels like I can't, I've opened this door and I can't close this door now. You know what I mean? I can't just pretend like everything's okay anymore. Um, and it's just, pounding in our heads over and over and over again that like things are not okay you know it feels mm-hmm.
0: dystopian
1: yeah that's a good that's a good feeling That's that's how I feel too
0: yeah yeah it feels like how did we get here <laughs> like you know what I've been thinking of recently how like when I was I don't know when we were all collectively about the age of like I don't know 10 or something we didn't have cell phones I mean I didn't yeah cell phones weren't really a thing and you would just kind of go play at someone's house and then you know you'd just hopefully be home for dinner and if not like you know they'd come kind of call around and like there was this feeling I think when I was younger I felt such a stronger feeling of kind of trust within communities and Mm -hmm. safety and it's make especially becoming a parent I was talking about it with my husband last night I was like ah it makes me really nervous like thinking about sending him to school and he's like okay do you want to send him to like boarding school I was like no I I want him to be here with me but I want him to be safe like I want him to and I was like it really pisses me off that like we have to have this conversation or like you know um I want to be able to wake up and feel like things are trending in a good direction. I think that's what we're all saying. Like, I think it's like, we've, okay, we get them. The message is here. We get it. Things are not good. So when does, Ambie, I think you said, like, when does this start to turn around? Like, when are we going to see some change? And I don't know if it's a thing of like, it, it really does sometimes make me have a crisis of faith. You know what I mean? Because it's like. Okay, on one hand, I personally believe, okay, well, we have to see the problem in order to fix it, right? okay, cool. well, I see it, we all see it, we all are vocalizing that we see it. I do think some things are happening, but like, when is the magnitude of the solution gonna come in uh you know in response to the magnitude of the problem? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, um, very valid questions. Yeah. It does feel like a kind of a collective breaking point. And like, it's, it's just one of the phrases I keep hearing, um, mirrored to me from people in various situations, even like their individual situations is like, I can't keep living like this. And I think collectively we can't keep living like this. Like whatever we're talking about, I've been feeling that a lot around money as well. Like, I'm like, I'm, I don't even want to manifest abundance right now. Like, I don't even want to put dollar bills on my vision board. Like maybe the whole concept of money as we see it now is like not sustainable for the way we actually want to live. And it just feels like all of the systems in place in society, like we have, I think- you know, we're preaching to the choir, right? Like we have to look at them and be like, it's not working. And like anyone who's listening to this is like, yeah, I know. But what feels encouraging to me, um, is, and I, we talked in our last episode that I was on the other week slash year in (laughs) 2023 time, um, that March is a really big month astrologically, energetically, um, and the word that, again, like, I think a big part of my um, intuitive gifts is clear audience. And I notice really easily when certain phrases, like, st- are used a lot by different people. And the phrase that has been coming to me, and I've seen a lot of people use or heard them use, is like a tipping point, which is sounds a bit better than a breaking point. But it's like this tipping point, it feels like, of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of um, the hundred monkey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But could you explain it just for people listening that might,
2: yeah, I I think a lot of people use this, um, to describe like a mass potential shift in consciousness. So basically there was an experiment or a a realization made, um, I think off the coast of Japan, these researchers were studying these monkeys and they noticed that, um, they lived on this Island. And so they were eating their food. I forget what it was, some sort of monkey food or plant or something. But because they lived on an island, it was like covered in sand. And so the sand was like um, gnawing away their teeth or rubbing down their teeth. And so one monkey one day discovered, like, hey, here's the ocean. If I wash this food in the ocean, it can wash off the sand. And then my teeth like stay sharp or whatever. And so that monkey learned that, taught it to its children, and then it kind of spread across the whole island. And then they noticed that once the like, hundredth monkey picked it up monkeys on a completely different island who weren't connected to them like socially started doing the same thing and it was almost like something in whatever you want to call it like their DNA their field or something picked it up almost telepathically and so there's this that's this feeling I've been getting of this like tipping point of energy that it feels like a good thing of like you know we've had this many of us have had this shift of consciousness and that's our ability to like, look at all of this and be like, this is so wrong. What are we doing with all of these different things? Um, and I feel like that is, it's been building for years and decades and even like centuries. I think we've been building to this kind of point. Um, and I don't know, I, I feel hopeful that some sort of like paradigm or shift in consciousness change can happen and like take hold where like, I feel like there are solutions right in front of us, to all of our challenges, if we would just think differently, but we have to do that together and not just like pockets of us having these conversations already.
1: Yeah. I think that the, the idea of living in more of a masculine society is hopefully a shifting Because it feels, someone, I was listening to a podcast and they said, we're just living in someone's imagination. That's all we're doing. And that imagination happens to be a white man, right? So why don't we think about what it would be like to live in someone else's imagination and and instead play by those rules instead of this imagination's rules. And I think that's really beautiful. And I think that opens up like, empathy and consciousness and the ability to relate to other people other than people that look and and maybe you've only interacted with in your life but um part of me wants to sell everything and go live in a van and sometimes that's very like very real And other times I remember like, you can't do that. You're, you have to stay in this society right now. You can't just disconnect and run away. So.
0: Yeah. You know, it was coming to me as you were sharing that is, and I agree with what you're saying, but also something that came to me the other day was this idea of. uh, Like life. In this society, no matter what you choose to do, right, whatever it is that you choose to do, it's always going to come with a hassle. There's hassle in everything, right? Because I'm thinking about what we're talking about, all these issues and all these solutions to issues, and how everybody here kind of has. We have moments where we're like, okay, we can get into the energy of the solution. We can get um, we can get solution oriented, and we can work together to create something new, right? And then we have moments where we're, like, so overwhelmed we can't do anything. Um, And I think for me, I always think about, like, what do I want to do while I'm here? Like, what is really important to me? And whenever I – I think of a lot of ideas all the time. And then I think, oh, but that's not – there could be a hassle with this and this and this. And, like, I was thinking about, like, a children's thing. And then it was, like, no, like, you don't want to deal with the hassle of, like – the children's world and parents and safety. And and then it hit me. It's like, you know what, Alexa? There is a hassle with every single thing you will ever do. There's a hassle. Like anything you do will come with obstacles and things you have to jump over. The question is, what is worth it to you, right? What is worth the hassle to you? Um, and really, and not really being conscious of the fact that it's actually very fulfilling to pick something and move towards it and know the hassle is coming and be excited for the hassle rather than saying, well, I don't want to hassle and just never picking anything and never going towards anything. Because I think that that's, at least I can speak for myself, that's kind of been my MO over the years is like, I'm just kind of trying to avoid all the scary hard stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but the the thing is about life is even with that, let's say you're not even pursuing a goal here, right? Let's say you're just like I just want to live a quiet life and I just want to, you know, I just want to be comfortable and I just want to stay at home with my dog and my son and blah, blah blah and my husband and blah blah. Like today my dog is sick. You know, I've had my dog for 16 years and she's really healthy and young and all of a sudden yesterday she's like having trouble walking and like she's kind of shaking a little bit and like just like she's not herself and I can tell and the thing is I that is a part of our life even if you're not doing anything like I said pursuing a goal there is a whole catch here in life about Loss and about pain and like emotions and things that you can't escape. Because when that was going down today, I was just having this overwhelming emotion of I was tapping with myself, going like, I'm sad. I'm angry. Like, I'm angry that I cannot control this. I'm angry that I know I will have to say goodbye to my best friend at some point in time. You know what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's today, but I'm. I'm feeling all these things and I want to get out of my body, but I can't. I can't get out of my body. And in fact, the whole goal is to be able to stay in it and feel these things. And that's actually providing a much richer life experience than if I was to get out of my body and avoid these feelings. So I guess what I'm trying to say (laughs) in summation is that maybe as a collective we're actually getting better at confronting our pain and feeling our pain and understanding that that's a part of the process um and maybe in doing that we are better able to find solutions to things rather than just perpetuate more issues. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, that, um, yeah, it makes me think of a book I've just been reading that says that. It basically says, and it's talking, it's a book called Active Hope by Joanna Macy. And um, Mm. it's about kind of what we're talking about she calls it the great turning which is like this turning of the story of humanity basically and part of that like the first part of that is basically being able to really look in the face the pain and grief of what's going on because so much of our the counter story to that that we're used to running on is what she calls business as usual which is Mm -hmm. just like an act of denial and it's like no nothing's wrong everything's fine it's like that meme of the dog like everything's fine in the burning room and the first step in being able to really change it is yeah being able to face it be really honest about it and really feel our pain and heartbreak and I was saying to you Alexa before we started recording like part of this collective energy right now it feels deeply personal for a lot of people and the things going on in their lives but, to me, it also feels like like the earth is like grieving and crying and moving energy through all of us. Um, and that actually gives me a lot of um encouragement because it feels like a purging that mm-hmm. like it feels really intense right now, and it feels like everything is worse than ever because of the intensity. But I think it's like a purge that then, hopefully, soon may be able to feel lighter Mm -hmm. like collectively Mm -hmm. and I mean I have I would love to share a little bit of like uh context of where some of my understanding of this is coming from if that's okay um so back in August I did an ayahuasca retreat in Peru and we had three ceremonies and I went in like obviously with all of my personal intentions and questions and like, please answer everything (laughs) in the world for me. But it was really interesting because two out of three of my ceremonies ended up feeling very um, related to the collective. And Mm -hmm. I understood that at the time, I thought it was kind of just showing me and speaking to me more generally about like this lifetime and this time we came here on this earth, blah, blah, blah. But since August, it's when a lot of this, like these themes of emotional intensity uh, and things like that have come up. And I've noticed as I've integrated more like, oh, I think actually those ceremonies were preparation for this time we're in now. Mm-hmm. And um, in one of the ceremonies, the context and the way that I've been kind of trying to view my own emotional uh, waves of intensity, I was, we were all, when when I say we all, I mean, light workers. I think people who are have done a lot of work on themselves and are consciously aware enough to like, they're clear enough as channels to move things through them. We were basically all transmuting energy. And like through the ceremony, the medicine man was singing the ekros of the songs. And I could feel like I was taken through different almost segments of time that we were like transmuting. And it was like, we just had to like, let it move through us and like ground it back into the earth or send it up into the heavens. And that's how I've been feeling with these emotional waves of intensity. Like, yeah, it's being triggered by really personal things, but it just feels like we're here to transmute it, to transmute the density basically. And then the other way I've been understanding it and this feels um, relevant and hopefully helpful for anyone who's been just like in it or wondering what the hell's going on lately and the third ceremony it was very similar but instead it was kind of shown to me through the metaphor of giving birth and like there was this one line of the ceremony that was so loud and bold like it was almost the title of the ceremony for me called um and it said like we are capital c creators birthing a new world and i went through like these contractions of what felt like labor. I don't know. I've never given birth, but it, that's what it felt like. And I think that's part of what's happening right now too, is I think we're literally like birthing a new way of being and these, like how it shows up for you is probably different. Some people, it's like a lot of physical symptoms. Um, some people, it's a lot of really emotional intensity or like karmic patterns coming back but it feels like it's all being triggered to kind of get us to push and uh, contract and expand to like birth this thing we're doing collectively. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that you can't, like you said, you can't give birth without the contractions. Right. So I think and, right now what we're feeling is the contractions because even when I give people readings that are financially doing well and they're they're in good relationships, they have like overall, I would say like a pretty good life, right? Like not a whole lot to worry about. Most of like that archetype of person is afraid of what will the future hold. And it's more than I've seen before I mean, this is pre-2020, right? Like this is kind of all hit post-2020. But now everybody's concerned about having a a second depression, right? Financially. Um, And I, I get that, but it's, I think that there is more than telling people just, it's okay. Things will get better. Like, I think it's more than that too. Um, It's about like going back to the basics of pre-2020. What did you do to soothe yourself? Right. Or like pre or when you first had your awakening or whatever you want to call it, that sounds douchey, but whatever you want to call it. Right. One of the things that I did, like going back to the basics was I wrote gratitude journal. And I only had like three things to be grateful for in my brain. I did. I had a lot more, but in my brain, I only had three things. So I would write those three things down every day until I had more. And the message that I feel like I'm getting for people consistently is like, go back to the basics, go back to the basics of like what you learned in the beginning, gratitude journal, breath work. If it's meditation, it's meditation. Like stop telling yourself that Uh, You don't know how to get through this because you do, but it's not about how much money can I make, right? Because that is not, that's level two and we need to go back to level one.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's interesting because like, I feel like recently I keep getting this image of, it's interesting because like Chelsea, you were talking about pushing like in terms of a contraction and I get this energy of, or I get this image in my head of like, um you know when like uh if a car like flips over in a city or something have you seen those videos where suddenly just everyone gets around and they just lift up the car you know what i mean or if you're watching a football game and they're right on the you know they're right in the red zone and they're they're like they need to push the ball in like they need to just get the ball in um like the whole team will just push the guy in Like, they'll literally just all get behind him and physically push him while he's holding the ball in to make sure he gets in. I keep getting those images of, like, when you want to do something, like, push it through. Push it through. And I don't mean – I'm not talking about, like, using a ton of force or anything. I'm saying, like, it feels like using your collective intention and focus and energy to push it through. It almost feels like – it's like – now is the time to start moving into these solutions. So again, what solutions do you want to be a part of? Just keep, like, it's almost like keep your focus and push it through and like manifest it. It's like, just manifest it. And I, I know that sounds very simplistic. And I agree with you, Amby, like, it's not as simple as just like, oh, it's all going to be okay. Because honestly, like, I'm really over that narrative as well. It's kind of discouraging at this point, because I feel like we've spent so much time. I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, like, we've been saying it's been going to be okay for a really long time. Like, I'm kind of getting that doesn't make me feel any better anymore. You know, But Mm -hmm. by that same – in the same aspect, I also feel like uh, going back to the basics of like what we know about the universe and what we know about um, how energy works and at least that's for me, right? Because that's what happened when I first had my awakening was like I was really into just very simple things like Law of Attraction. I was very into the way that just like energy worked, or the thing that always makes me feel better when I feel like, oh, how is this going to happen? It's impossible or it seems impossible. The thing that always gave me energy was the idea of the multiverse, right? It's like, okay, it's not something you have to make happen, it's happening. It's in a way, it's happening somewhere. It's about how can I get myself into a space where I'm the one realizing that it's happening. And I just really feel like um, this year for me personally is about relationships and connection and community. And I know we've been talking about that, again, it probably seems like for years, But for me, I've been really thinking about it recently and it's like at the end of the day, the thing that genuinely makes me feel bad. For for example, today, I almost was like, guys, I can't. I can't record this podcast. Like I'm just having a day. And then I reminded myself, no, you need to do this, not just because you need to because you need to release a podcast episode, but also it's going to make you feel so much better to be with your community, to talk Mm -hmm. with your peers and... Just relate to them and, um, and it already has. Like, I already feel significantly better. Um, so, yeah. I guess the one thing I, I, I just want to end with, I feel like my thoughts are not like super coherent, but hey, maybe someone will take some piece of them and it'll make sense. But the thing I want to personally end with is, I hope that just because something is hard I hope that we have learned at this point I hope that we take with us into this year that just because something is hard doesn't mean that it shouldn't be done just because something comes with challenges doesn't mean that it isn't worth it just because something seems improbable in this moment Mm -hmm. does not mean it's impossible Um, and to me, I'm going to be focusing on where I want to focus my energy. And like I said, what to me is worth the hassle. Mm -hmm. So,
2: Yeah. Something that was coming up for me while you were saying that was, is that um, even besides the, obviously we all have things like uh, social causes and issues that are really, um, strong on our hearts that we want to be a part of and are worth it, or even a goal or whatever. What feels interesting to me and that I've seen a lot about this time too, is that, um, there's, I've, I've seen a lot of kind of frustration energy too, for good reason. It feels like a lot of people, it's almost like this simultaneous, um, Some piece of wounding is being really activated and triggered right now, causing all of these emotions and contractions. And at the same time, everyone I've talked to who's been in this space lately um, has also a vision of something in their specific future that they want. And it 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 isn't necessarily just like world peace and whatever. It's like people. I know a few people struggling with infertility. It's like cancer and health issues and their vision for future is like healthy, having a baby, like having the relationship, having the community, having like being in my purpose. And so it's interesting because that like, I think what I've been seeing is that everyone has this sort of vision of their kind of little piece or segment of the new paradigm, new earth. And that's being like their anchor right now to hold them forth like or to bring them forth and alexi you were talking about like um it's worth it even when it's hard and like hold the hope to manifest it because i've seen a lot of this frustration and loss of faith lately and the phrase i've been using with a lot of friends is sometimes we feel gaslit by the universe because it's like you put this vision on my heart and i keep running into brick walls with it and i feel like manifesting isn't working lately, or like, Mm -hmm. nothing's working. And I think I keep taking myself back to that birth analogy. It's like, well, yeah, we're in the birth canal, we're going through the birth canal. And at the same time, it feels to me like everyone's individual hope and um, faith in whatever their vision is, is part of the contraction and expansion that's pulling us forward, birthing this new thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. I think that that, I, I think that's really beautifully said. Uh, astrology wise, how does April look? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: April looks calmer. Let me pull up my little calendar. March. Good. Yeah. March has a lot. Um, actually like March through probably July, there's quite a bit going on, but March is the kind of like fireworks month. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We do have eclipses starting in April and go through the beginning of May, so that's always an interesting time.
0: Oh, um, crap. I just realized, oh my God, it's like, yeah, you're, I just realized how fast this year went, because like, it's already my uh, about to be my birthday. Well, April's my birthday, and I'm like, oh my God, I-, I was just in Amsterdam last year, but that feels like just a few months ago for my birthday. I don't Sorry. Time is just really, it really, 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 really is weird.
1: Time's crazy. Time's crazy. You know what I was thinking today is, and maybe this will help people listening, but I was thinking like, there's so much urgency all the time and we're always rushing and rushing and rushing and going, and going and going and I was thinking about like, what do I not want to do today? What do I, what do I feel like? just doesn't excite me, just doesn't make me happy. I'm just not going to do it. And for me today, it was like going to the gym normally like makes me really happy. It puts me in my body. It makes me feel more alive. And today I was like, just not feeling it. I'm just not here. And instead I went shopping and that really made me feel good. That made me feel like excited and happy and so I'm not saying have a shopping addiction that's not what I'm saying but I am saying maybe it's time to change the energy too maybe it's time to look at things from a different perspective because I've always looked at like well I don't have the money to spend that or it's frivolous I bought a little dachshund statue and you know what I love him um but is it life-changing no did it make me happy sure fucking did so I feel like just do the things, even if it seems small to make yourself happy, do it to change the energy personally, because that will be enough to have that life that you want to have. You have to take those baby steps too. Mm
0: -hmm. It's kind of
1: control.
0: Yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, that's part of like not living on default, right? It's like so many of, how many of us are doing things that we just automatically do just because we do them every day, just because it's just Mm -hmm. a pattern, right? So it's like, don't just do the pattern over and over again. Ask yourself which part of the pattern still applies and which part of the pattern doesn't, like Andy's saying, and that's going to change the energy, um, and make things fresh, like shake things up. So, um, Do we have any questions or comments from the audience? Uh, No, just a lot of people saying hi. Hi, everyone. Oh, Alexis says hello, who's going to be at a retreat in Joshua Tree. Um, And, yeah, Chelsea will be there as well. Chelsea, if you guys didn't hear Chelsea on the the last episode, which I would highly recommend. It's one of, like, my favorite episodes we've done in recent months. But um, Chelsea was on – I don't know, within the past like eight episodes. Um, and we were talking about the energy of 2023. Uh, she's an astrologer. She focuses on star seed astrology. Um, and, uh, Chelsea is going to be with us in Joshua Tree in February at our first retreat of the year. Um, Chelsea, do you want to just mention again, like what you're going to be sharing while tonight? you're there?
2: Yeah, we're going to do a kind of like a little workshop on finding your specific intuitive gifts and how they show up for you based on your astrology chart. So we're in the process of getting everyone's birth info, who's coming so far. So I'm going to have your charts. We're going to look at it. We're going to have a workshop slash discussion on kind of what it means to be a starseed living today in the world. And we're also going to have some really fun... um, nighttime stargazing activities and hopefully we'll have some um interactions or something some sightings yay
0: yo there's so many ufos are you guys still not on ufo tiktok because i swear to god there's like a million ufos out there right now i swear if we don't get one ufo what do you do you like look up a certain hashtag i'm not that big on tiktok i'll just send you guys the video i'll send you a couple videos just like watch them like watch them Because then it'll get you on the algorithm and then you'll be like, oh my God, there's UFOs literally everywhere. I'm sure not all of them are actual UFOs. Like I'm sure some of them are fake, but I mean, there's some that you start seeing the TikToks of them from all different angles and it's like, people are so excited and I'm just like, oh my
1: God. I think it's this idea of like hope. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's this idea of like new beings here to help us, which I like. Um, I saw this TikTok that was this guy and it was a star and it zooped and it became a person. And then it was like somebody's security camera. And then it was like, he was just petting this cow and talking to this cow and just chatting him up. (laughs) And then it blinked and he was gone. What? And I'm like, I always see those kinds of TikToks when I'm in bed, like trying to go to sleep. And I'm like, now is not the time. Like what, are, we, what are we doing TikTok? I have seen some interesting
2: ones, um, on Instagram of, I guess they call them UFO stuff, but they're like weird cloud movements and formations lately too. Have yeah. you been seeing like those?
1: Okay. Did yeah. you see the one with the line, the line, the cloud that was the line? No. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. So many people saw it anyway.
0: There's definitely some activity going on, and Joshua Tree is really ripe for that. So, yeah, we're going to spend some time in Joshua Tree Park, and I'm just – I'm really excited. Actually, I remember when we were in Sedona two retreats ago, we were all out in the hot tub looking up, and I remember Ricky, who was there, he was, like, pointing out all these little – what looked like satellites, but they were moving way too fast to be satellites. They are just Mm – and it would just stop. all around
1: us, too.
2: Yeah, that's how I see them a lot too. And I'll be with like, you know, people who are not so um, woo-woo inclined. Yeah. They'll be like, no, that's a
0: satellite. Or they'll be like, that's yeah. a plane.
2: I'm like, it's not
0: blinking. Yeah. Like I'll be like, okay, sure. But yeah. <laughs> and a satellite doesn't move that fast. Um, it, yeah. And sometimes you'll see
2: them, they'll kind of like change directions a yes. little bit too. And you're like, yeah, satellites don't do that.
0: Totally. Yeah. No, 100%. Oh, Alexis says, I am so excited for the UFOs. Oh, I saw those in the OBX, uh, at her Banks, right? Um,
1: yeah, that's it,
0: Thanks. Well, get ready for some more, Alexis. Um, yeah, we still have a couple of spots left. If you guys want to join us, uh, you can send us a message. Um, and Chelsea... Tell people where they can find you and how they can work with you if they're not going to spend time with you at the retreat and they want to – they want some of your magic.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you guys for having me on again. Um, And hopefully I'll see some more of you guys listening in Joshua Tree. I am on Instagram at chelseajewel33. And my website is Chelsea I do intuitive and karmic astrology readings and I do live channeled, uh, sessions or, uh, readings based on your astrology chart. So I use that as kind of like a portal to reach your higher self, your guides, your whole team and give you messages.
0: So fun. Yeah. Yeah, Chelsea is the best. So definitely reach out to her guy. Wait, how can they connect with you? Did you already say that? Instagram. Yeah,
2: Instagram and website. Yep.
0: And we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can just go there and click uh, once the audio version comes out. And, uh, yeah, guys, make sure you check out uh, also our Patreon. We just did the intuitive investigation of Miss Britney Spears. Um, uh, people really liked one. it. Yeah. People really like that one, um, and we're about to vote on this month's Celebrity Spirit interview and the Intuitive Investigation. We do these every month. We have a whole library of them, and you can get access to it for just $5. So patreon.com slash Podcast. Hope to see you there. And uh, Chelsea, thank you so much for being back with us. We love having you here. Excited to see no, you soon. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. And until next time, keep on
1: blooming. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.